Welcome to Reverse Psychology, the Frasier Rewatch podcast where we go backwards through every episode of the show. Tonight, we are covering Season 11, Episode 19, Miss Right Now. Is this the episode where Frasier Netflix and chills? We'll find out. I'm your host, Curtis Sheck. Joining me as always, our resident upside-downer, it's Ryan Sansone. I'm excited not to miss this one right now, Curtis. Okay. Um, and also with us today, our visitor, Bradley Kirkston. What up, what up? I just came back from the uh, beautiful, sexiest city in America, better known as New Jersey. So I am ready to uh, be great again. Yes, the sexy city of New Jersey. One of my favorite cities. Yeah, none of that's favorite, but exactly how I expected it to go. But we're, well, I'll take credit for it. It took twists and turns. Yeah, it was, it was great. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is, this is off to a, a rousing start. Well, before we dive into the episode that we're here to discuss, I want to talk to you guys about camping. So in this episode, Charlotte uh, goes camping. It does not go well. She is clearly not a camper, uh, not an outdoors woman. Uh, but I'm curious about you. Do you have uh, any fun experiences camping? Did you like camping? Are you, are you uh, glampers? What's, what's your camping situation? Yeah, so I, I'm not a camper. I'm like... Like Frazier and Charlotte, mostly I'd rather be on a couch. I've, I think I've went camping once. I don't really have a story for that. I do have a time that I was terrible and a tent was involved. You guys want to hear that? Obviously. Sure. So this is, I, this is like a fever dream memory at this point. I, I want to say I was like seven. I used to have a babysitter. I think this was the last time I had a babysitter because she... T- for some reason, we were outside, like in my backyard, and for some reason, there was a tent. Literally, never used it until this day, as far as I can remember. Uh, she was in the tent, and I was like, "Oh, you know what's hilarious? I somehow disassembled part of the tent, and then just kind of started hitting her with it, like not mean, just like, oh, this is fun <laughs> and funny." <laughs> and and uh, she, I don't remember if she was making any sounds or anything. And then at some point she gets out of the tent and is clearly very sad. And that's literally the last time I saw her. We, I don't think we had, uh, 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 what do they call them? A nanny. What did I just say? A babysitter. I'm afraid. Words are not, words are not our, our uh, strength today. Wow. It's, it's rough. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm digging. This is like a vaguely traumatic memory for me because I'm, I saw it. This is the first time I saw like an older person upset with actions I took. And I literally never had a babysitter ever again, as far as I remember. Well, okay. But like, give us some context. Like, what age were you? Like, was it reasonable that you would have, this would have been the last time? Like, were you like 12 or were you younger than that? No, I, I mean, again, like, vaguely blocked it out, but I, I think I was seven ish. Like, I was, it, there's no way it actually like hurt her that bad, but you know. Did, it, if that was great. your last babysitter at seven, did your parents just never go out or did they just start leaving an eight year old you around the house? I think, I think we were blacklisted. I think we were, the, the neighborhood caught wind that I might hit you with tent poles or whatever. And that was it. I don't know. I don't oh, know man. if we fended for ourselves or they just stopped going out. No idea. All traumatic. Uh, what about you, Brad? Uh, anything? Yeah. So I don't think any of our audience will be surprised that 
uh, camping is not a skill set I was born with, but um, I happen to have a coworker that is very good at camping. So we've gone camping a bunch of us at work. Like, I'm sorry, uh, are, you, are you not going to lay out what you do for a living? <laughs> I, I've said it other ones. I'm a I'm a I'm a Jewish communal professional working at a JCC. Um, but primarily um, doing what? Um, behind, well, I used to do programming. Now I'm more behind the scenes, dealing with kosher food and security guards and boring stuff. Um, but uh, it's better have a payoff that involves what you actually do. No, this has nothing to do with my work. Uh, but okay, my you work is, at a summer camp for most of your life. How, how is that no, oh, that's, to this conversation? That's, oh, oh, that's not the same at all. I don't. Did you I not pick know up that's that what he was getting at? Yeah, I didn't know that's what he was getting at. Sorry, I didn't pick up on the joke. You didn't think talking about camping it was relevant to point out that you help lead and run a summer camp? Not you the same. That was that was some information that didn't need to be said whatsoever. That I was nope, asking not, about people rental renting stuff. Did not pick up on that uh, oh because <laughs> it's the least thing I worry about right now. Um, but the point of the story was we went camping, okay? In the middle of the night, um, we hear these like crazy noises, and it was uh, uh, either a husband and a wife or a boyfriend and girlfriend that were fighting so badly, they were literally hitting each other. Uh, and oh, the cops, no. Are the you cops sure it wasn't got, just me and my babysitter? The cops. They, I hope not, because the cops got caught in the middle of the night. The guy got in his car while the cops were driving and tried to run off. And the cops oh. had to stop. Yeah, the cops. I, I don't think I've ever told you guys the story. The cops like had to catch him, like almost on a mountain. Um, it was like insane. Yeah, was like. What do you mean almost on a mountain? Like, like so, so the path like ended at like the top of this mountain. Like the driving path, you couldn't go any farther, and he was like on the edge. Um, and they had to like they, there was like ten cop cars, three ambulances. It was crazy. There was little, they had little kids with them. Um, oh was, no! Yeah, it was insane. Should we cover how you say ambulance, or should we just move on? A- ambulance? <laughs> yeah. Look, we we can cover that, but just don't keep in mind we have a very long Balt- we have a very big Baltimore audience, so they're all going to be like, oh yeah, he just said ambulance. You say that like you've only ever seen the phonetic spelling and also misinterpreted it. Again, as I've gotten older, <laughs> I think my Baltimore accent is getting stronger and stronger. Um, so soon I'm just going to be like, oh, you want to drink water in the ambulance? Yeah. So did you get involved in the police chase? And did they, no. they caught him? They caught him no. successfully? Or what happened? They, they caught him successfully. Wait, so, um, wait, so he, drew, wait he drove... Up the mountain and was basically like trapped because there's nowhere else to go. Yeah, I think he was probably you know not in the right state of mind, and he went in the opposite direction to go to go on a police chase. Yeah, probably exactly. not. Yeah, <laughs> um, correct. Um, I mean, the, if the cops would have asked for my help, obviously I would have, but they didn't need my help. Shocking. Yeah, I can't even right. think of how they would possibly ask for your help. All right, Curtis. Follow that story. Rundown. Yeah, why well, Curtis should not have gone last. I. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't. I yeah. I, I really should not have gone last. You've got like a police chase in your story. My oh, it's all right. so it's all right. We can edit the. We can edit the order. No problem. Oh yeah. <laughs> Forgot how easy editing is for you. Um. So. So my story, uh, growing up, we, we would go camping, um, you know, my extended family, you know, cousins, aunts, uncles, we, we would often do like a big family camp out um, for over like the summer for like a long weekend or whatever. And I remember one year we went out and my aunt and two cousins, they, they brought their tent 
and went to set it up. And when they went to grab the bag that held the poles that you like used to, you know, hold the tent up, they discovered they had not in fact packed tent poles. They had packed Halloween costumes. <laughs> what? Yeah, I do. I I have absolutely no idea how you make that mistake. It's kind of a big mistake. But they they were wait, literally wait. wait. <laughs> what what container was the tent poles in, and what container was the Halloween costumes in? I have I the only thing I can assume is they had some kind of a storage closet where they grabbed something they assumed it was next to the the bag with the tent and they thought this must be the poles and just but like it was it wasn't like they were rigid hard like costumes that was like a little cloth <laughs> devil costume and a little cloth ghost or whatever and so they were like like just having the most fun running around in their halloween costumes in july um so, so and by the way there are pictures of this so i i know this happened like it sounds to me as i tell it like this sounds like like you said a fever dream um, but it definitely happened because well, there are like, sounds, of it. it sounds like a TBS sitcom episode. Yeah. It's like, oh, and, and I forgot to pack I, the polls. Oh. I just remember on, I, I might be conflating this with a separate tip, but I just remember at one point it rained really hard and they like didn't have a tent. And so they just left and came back when the rain stopped and were like, yeah, we went to get ice cream. And I was like, what? they're dressed in Halloween costumes. They're getting ice cream. I am in the wrong family. Like this is. I'm in the boring family that brought like a tent to sleep in and they're running around getting ice cream in Halloween costumes. This sucks. It does sound like they're living their best life. Did they, did they sleep just on the ground? What, what happened? I honestly don't remember how that got resolved. I don't think they abandoned the trip and I don't think they went back. I think maybe they, somebody had like a spare tent or something. I don't know what happened. I don't know how they resolved that. Honestly, no idea. I was like, 10 or whatever maybe younger um but yeah that's, Not a so that's my camper, story but do you, do you normally bring backup tents well you i mean you don't know my dad very well but that is very much in the realm of possibility for him <laughs> yeah brad you're making way too much sound oh, he, did, he, he just stopped like he was like i, I picture him just like uh, a deer trapped in headlights like he can hear me no, it was my attempt to be quiet, and I'm not good at that. How was That's... your attempt to be quiet? Was all that noise? <laughs> your that attempt is... to be quiet is to grab a bunch of pots and pans and rustle them? That is one thing that the audience should know, is that being quiet is not a skill set I, I also, another skill set I do not have. Um, That's it's true. Not, and it's not something that everyone's been like, well, Brad, you're a very quiet guy. That's not something oh. that happens often. You're easily my quietest friend. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's usually Brad. How come? How come we can hear you from five flights away? I can hear you from five states away. Uh, correct. Yes, you've texted me and been like, "I just heard your conversation." Brad, I need you to keep it down. You're waking the baby. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Should Should we jump into this episode? <laughs> this is taking such a weird start. So yes, of course. Eh. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we, we uh, should get into it. Okay. It's a rainy morning, and Fraser is sulking about Charlotte, and Ronnie consoles him wearing only a bathrobe. When her prude mom arrives early, the Duke and Pops distract her so Nina Van Horn can dress and pretend to arrive without mom suspecting any funny business. Brad, I noticed yeah. it. There was the Fraser card. It was regular. 
It, well, it was all gold, but yes, close. Is that not regular? Um, I don't know what regular no, is yet. It, the upside down doesn't be, know what regular is. I was hoping you guys were going to mention that, and I could go on a tangent. Thank you, Ryan, for doing your job. Um, it's usually all black, and this time the only thing that was special is it was all gold on the bottom. All right. Well, you, you mean the letters, Fraser? Yeah, yeah. I think it's always gold. No, it's, it's usually... It's always- it's it's usually black with a little bit of gold. This was all gold. Sorry, it was oh. a small, small, small little change. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> that's an insane. Once again, insane. Once again, we're we're diving into the the real nitty gritty. <laughs> this is a full podcast, full service. Yeah, we cover we cover everything. <laughs> again, when did we start calling her Ronnie and not Nita Van Horde? I am I, I am comfortable with calling her Ronnie now. This episode, okay. she. This is a good episode for her. Yes. And and speaking of her, I want I want to talk about very early on. She suggests to Fraser, you should just go get Charlotte drunk and see what happens. And we know because we're doing this amazing reverse rewatch. We actually know that he takes her advice, like he dismisses it in the moment. Yeah. But that's totally what happens in the very next episode. Right. Almost immediately. Yeah. I I loved this Fraser Ronnie relationship. If out the gate, it was such such a good way to start the episode. I thought, and she popped. She like she like looked like she was engaged. She was telling cracking jokes. She had bits. I do like her bits about like being his stepmom. But did you catch that? Like I I I I had forgotten this detail, and I don't think we knew it in the backwards rewatch yet. But that she was originally. <laughs> babysitter to Frazier and Niles. Did they say that? Yes. Ryan, yes. you're so bad at paying attention. It's but yes. I don't think they say these things as explicitly as you guys act like it. No, I didn't no, get that. no yes, they do. Because remember in in the same scene, uh Marty talks about how uh how nervous he is to meet her mom because of the story I, of when they're babysitting. I know I was so confused about that. I didn't get the babysitter. Because part. you don't listen. I do listen ish. Well, now in in fairness, we, the, me, and you, Brad, both have that hindsight. Like we've seen it, so we that we this was a reminder to us of that context. But um, this is the first he's ever hearing of it, so it is possible. I could see where you'd watch that scene and be like, "There's something going on where he's giving her a ride," and obviously there's an age difference, and like it could. I could see where it'd be unclear. I do think they were I pretty assume, explicit, but I assume that they dated. I assume they dated in high school, so. Frazier and Ronnie, they're having like a, a pretty fun chat. Like Frazier seems to have a good time as he's heading even to the door to open it. He's just like, yeah. oh, this is great. This is my new mom. Love it. I got confused because I didn't know what any of the context was. And I was like, oh, I guess Ronnie and Martin used to know each other in a, a, their old life somehow. Yeah. And you don't really see a whole lot of like casual conversations in sitcoms, like of just two characters, like shooting the shit like that. So it was nice to see. Yeah, it definitely right. like they're in their robes. They definitely, yeah. they, it definitely felt very comfortable. <laughs> they have they have really good on screen chemistry. Which again, he probably should be dating her if we're just looking at ages alone. Yes, uh, but it does. It did kind of allude to a different like the the conversation they were having alludes to like a previous conversation where she made some sort of crack at this. Like it kind of started in the middle of the conversation. I don't think that'll be the end of like the I'm your stepmom jokes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, it so for us in the upside down is again this felt like Martin and Ronnie's relationship is a little newer than I expected. It, that from the conversation they had, it was like, oh, you guys haven't been dating quite as long as I would have guessed. 
Do you mean because they haven't met the mother yet? That's part of it, but also like some of the some of the ways they were wording some of those sentences was like, oh, this is a little newer than I I thought. Mm. Well, also, I actually now that I say that, I'm not sure this. I'm not sure it's clear that he hasn't met the mother. Like, I think this is like the mom coming to town, but maybe, maybe he's like interacting with the mom. Yeah. It sounded like he met her before. Well, I guess he obviously met her like 30 years ago when she was like a young girl babysitting for him. But I'm saying like in the time he's been dating her now, he may have, you know, met and spent time with the mom. Just, it hasn't been on camera. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I, 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 this, this, whole scene threw into some flux where I thought their relationship lied. And it does seem like from this whole episode, maybe Ronnie and Martin were not engaged prior to last step, which I, I guess was the engagement we saw. I'm or the proposal. I mean, I'm so confused. Well, that's true. Yeah. Cause they didn't say anything about being engaged in this episode. Maybe I was right. It's, it's definitely in play. Maybe they proposed, previous episode and that's awesome. why we're meeting the mom or something but it it seems like that might it's it's much more in play now that we have w- already seen the proposal brad i know you you did a full rewatch recently so you probably know the answer to this but don't say no spoilers yeah if you noticed i got really quiet because <laughs> good it is it, it's so funny for me because i just watched it like there's some episodes and some scenes i remember all the details and other times i was like did I see this before? Like, I don't remember certain parts. And I'm just like, what? Yeah, I mean, I, I it's obviously been a lot longer for me since I rewatched it. This yeah. definitely felt like a new episode to me. I don't really remember it particularly. Um, yeah. But I can see when you're talking about how many hundreds of episodes yeah. this show has, it could be very easy, even if you just watched all of them in a row. They all kind of blend together. And yeah. <laughs> And and look, when I watched it, when I, it's not like I was watching it for details like I'm doing now. It's right. uh, you know I wasn't thinking to myself, oh, I'm going to bring this up in, in a in a podcast. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you watched it though, not knowing we were going to do this because I'm sure it colored. You were able to watch it and just have fun. It is oh. fun though the way you're snaking through the series though because like right now it's all a little bit fresh in your mind. You're you're catching a lot of details because you really don't have to watch the episode. You just did. So you can be like just hyper-focused on details. For but it'll sure. be interesting as we get further and further in, if you're just more and more like, I don't know, it's just like a new episode to me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when we get to world season 11 now, when we get down to like four or five, check it on me then. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You'll, you'll either be delighted or checked out one or the other. Yeah. I'll be like five more seasons of this. I will say I forgot to mention this at the top. I was excited to I I, I I'm finally like looking forward to watching Frasier each week. So oh. I was super into it this time. Nice. Uh, now with that, uh, so r- this was my favorite Ronnie episode by far. This was my favorite Martin episode by far too. Loved this Martin Ronnie, uh, you know, trying to act like they'd never done it with a very old lady. That was great. <laughs> I loved this whole scene. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to jump to the end, um, but I really enjoyed the vase bit. Oh, my God. It was so funny. It cracked me up. And I, I had remembered that part. It so cracked me up. Yeah. It, it just happens so fast. It happens so fast. Well, and it's, it is super funny because, like, the mom is not wet at all, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you have to be wet. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, that was great. And I love that, uh, we've got a rainy Seattle again. Like I remember commenting yes. in the, in the episode yeah. 
that this doesn't really happen, that we don't see a lot of rain. Maybe that was wrong because here we are only a few episodes deep and we've got another rainy day. This one, they at least acknowledge that it's raining though. Yeah. <laughs> they, they use that as part of the story, which was a little different before. They're just like, oh, there is rain. It means absolutely nothing for the story. This we've put it to use. So I, I loved it. Well, next up, we're at the cafe and the Duchess and Daphne are raving about the wonders of fast food. Niles psychobabbles away Fraser's crush, uh, but Roz knows better when Charlotte and Frank arrive to announce an upcoming camping trip. Brad, can you do Daphne's um, burger line? Because I tried it. I don't do it well. I think you'll do an excellent impression. You mean buggers, buggers, buggers? <laughs> Way worse than I thought it would be. Huh? Apologies. Triple B? Wait, wait. She, you're saying when she says she wants to go to burgers, burgers, burgers? That was terrible. That was so much worse. Yes, that was worse. Yeah, it's it's Beg- goes, Beggars, Beggars, Beggars? I actually think it's more like Beggar. She doesn't say like yes. It's more like Beggar, Beggar, Beggar. It's like Lou Beggar. Beggar, 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 Beggar. No, it's like she goes like, she goes like, Boga, Boga, Boga. Because the first time she said it, I didn't even think she was saying burger. Her Her accent is so incredible. <laughs> Like there's nobody, there's can't be anyone else on TV that's had this weird accent that she has. You mean oh. changes with each line because she clearly isn't whatever she's supposed to be. I don't know about all that. What is she supposed to be? I think she's supposed to be Cockney. No, yeah, she's from Manchester. Absolutely, absolutely not. Absolutely not Cockney. Where's Cockney from? I thought that was Manchester. Well, I don't, I don't know, but she's not doing that. Okay. Listen, we've all watched Love Island. She is not doing cockney. <laughs> okay, I'm pretty sure if we say the word cockney any more times, our podcast is going to get rated R. So let's uh, let's just move on. They don't get rated R. They just get rated explicit. <laughs> so, so I like uh, we we're rated explicit anyway. Um, so so Niles and Fraser squabbling about how many patients have fallen in love with them. I really oh my god! I I thought that was so funny. And it was, I think it's a great little bit of like them being like, it's a very brotherly bit. Like yes. Niles, oh, the little yeah. brother who wants Frazier to say his first, cause he doesn't want to have the smaller number, but then Frazier kind of insists he says it and, and plays it off. Like, no, no, no I'm not going to fuck you over. I'm going to let you do it. You know, I'll, I'll be honest. And then as soon as he says, I love you 13. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then dismisses him as he's like, Oh, you know yeah. what? Actually, when I said I too late, you. no takes these backsies. <laughs> it, was, it was so good. Yeah. That was well done. And very brother. I love he's like, oh Niles, it's not a competition. We all know it's always a competition between brothers. <laughs> uh yeah, you jumped ahead though too much. Uh loved a, a couple of things here, but I we found out that Niles definitely works. So that was news. I guess Frazier also works. That's well, that you've seen, we've you've seen him seen in exactly that. one moment. <laughs> I think we've had a couple, two or three episodes where Roz like comments on Frazier being bad at his job, like not being yeah. focused or not being all the way there, like missing work. Like she's done that a few times, but we, I, yeah, I don't think we've ever seen him at his job other than the finale where he's just like saying goodbye to his job. Yeah. Only half the episodes if they even referred to him working. Yeah. Um, but then also, I loved Niles' uh, floor model joke. Thought that was great. About trying to get with Charlotte. Oh yeah, that was I did like that. And then it did, we did in uh, it does seem like he he does say that he barely knows Charlotte. So I'm thinking we got three eps or less now with Charlotte. Where at one point we thought we only had one episode with her. So again, upside down is a little excited. We're going to get more Charlotte time. 
Yeah. I like that she's clearly working for Fraser. Like he is employing her services. Um, but she like asks him to water her plants. And by the way, uh, it sounds like a weekend camping trip. Like how, why does she need anybody to water her plants? She takes her plants very, very seriously. You know, I don't think oh there's gosh. a single, I don't think there's a single plant where you have to water it every day. No, I don't think so. I wish, I wish I, I now, I mean, we, we already watched the episode where we saw her apartment and I really wish I was keeping an eye out, like to see those plants. Like, do, are there whoa, whoa, plants whoa. in this time out, time oh, out. Time that out. is interesting. Time out. She wasn't talking about her apartment. Remember? Well, I can't give it away. Crap. She said, yes, she, she, said she, she said office plants. Yeah, it was her oh, office. Yeah. office plants. Yeah, I, but I can't give the rest away, but it was her office. Yeah, yeah I just assume oh. apartment's her office. Yeah, she has a made up job that no one has. No, left. it will it will make sense in in future past. That's episodes. fine. That's fine, Brad. Yeah, then if if it was, so was she going to sleep in her office? Like at the end, of, I'm not going to skip ahead, but oh, at the end of the episode, yeah. she no. says, "Can I have my spare she, keys?" Well, she, I think yes, she because it was key ring. yeah, it was a whole key ring. It was a whole key ring she gave him. That's weird. Agreed. Uh, it's aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, I want you to. To water my office plants. And by the way, here are the keys to my apartment. I've known what? you for three episodes or less. Here, have all of my stuff. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, that is weird. Uh, again, no reason for the plants to get watered for, at max, uh, at most, a seven-day trip. Look, yeah. as, as the only person that has an office plant, and I could not tell you watered it, it could be dead for all I know, um, uh, it's not what? that big of a deal. You should know I, if your plant's dead or not. I don't really pay attention to it. Now, when I go in tomorrow, I'm going to look at it, but it's not that big of a deal. It's just an office plant. <laughs> yeah, well, that is true. Like, worst case, it just dies. Unless it's like some weird, exotic plant. It's Even not. Then, not yours. I'm talking about Charlotte's, but... Oh. It's the last we, we hear mention of this plant. That much we know. So it can't be that yeah, important. True. Yeah. So excited to see Frank back. Like, no, we knew Frank he was the man. Yeah, he's so cool. So excited. And I feel like last time he was talking so much about sea life that we assumed he was some kind of marine biologist, but apparently he's just an environmentalist who yeah. fights raccoons? Like, That's right. what? We got this wrong. That's right. Uh, he is just an environmental, environmental activist. He is not a marine biologist like we suspected. Wild. Yeah, wild. I mean, it, I think it fits his character a little better because you can be any range of smartness for environmental activists but he still has that dopey vibe it also it fits it fits that like seattle mentality so that helps too like it's what i expect people from seattle yeah did did you find all of the jokes that were that that fraser was making with the all of the jokes that fraser was saying to frank were super weird yeah, but I loved how much Frank loved them, and it just it it goes into the next episode because he yeah, just definitely. loves he loves Frazier. He thinks Frazier is so funny, even when his jokes really are so them. bad. Yeah, <laughs> the women of the Parks Department joke was so weird. Like, I haven't had much luck with the women of the Parks Department. <laughs> what is that a joke? And he loved it. He won everyone. Charlotte gave a really deep laugh for that. It's like, you have to at least ask a follow up question. 
Yeah, was that like a funny joke in 2004? Was there something I don't, that we missed? I don't know. I, I, was, well, I think... you know, it's interesting because I feel like in a sitcom like this, you get characters constantly making jokes that the characters aren't laughing at. Like yeah, it's true. for the audience. But this is like one of those weird jokes that isn't really funny for the audience, but is hilarious to the characters. It's almost like comedy is inverted in a sitcom. Yeah. Like in the sitcom world, the the jokes are terrible um, to us, but it's hilarious to them. And the things they're saying, they're just like, yeah, this is how I talk. And we're just like, that's a great bit. <laughs> I don't even, uh, the, I don't hear the laugh track already. We're only Whoa. a couple episodes deep. And I, I have no idea if the laugh track came in for that or not. Yeah, that's something we'll have to keep track of. I really didn't notice that either. I literally don't remember a laugh track since the first step. So I, I'll have to pay attention next time. Well, we get our first title card and it's the single scene. So Roz ditches a nervous the Duke at a singles bar. He meets Kim, who is hot to trot. Frazier assumes all her flirtations and seductions are rejections. Probably a fair assumption. Yeah, we get some Jennifer Tilly action. Yeah, she's famous, right? I yeah. don't Jennifer I don't Tilly. Remember I'm really, where she's from. I'm really just excited because I get to say Jennifer Tilly and Lauren Linney and see how many times I can say that in a row. Um, but yeah, Jennifer Tilly, her voice is more um, famous than she's been. She's done a lot of voice at overwork. That's probably why you've, you is recognize. She, is she doing a put on with that voice or is she just have an annoying voice and happens to have overcome it? I think she's probably exaggerating. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say, I will say she's, she's definitely famous enough that I was like that, like that is definitely a person I recognize, <laughs> but I did have to look her up. I did not know the name off the tip of my tongue. I, I did too. I'm not even that cool. I had to look. Yeah. Yeah. That's how being cool works. So and I think her highlights come later, but this, she is a character like this could be so annoying, but she is in fact amazing. <laughs> I think her in- her intro scene is annoying, and then everything else she does after that's aw- amazing. Yeah. Uh, before we meet Jennifer Tilly, though, uh, Fraser compliments Roz as a predator, which I think is very telling. <laughs> it lines up with everything we've seen with Fraser so far. I also think it, for Jennifer Tilly, one of the reasons why she doesn't own a seed, she can just be the funny person, and she doesn't have to like progress it, which I think helps. It doesn't make her annoying. Yeah. yeah, she she she's definitely a punctuating moment. Yeah. She's not taking over the whole thing. Correct, and those type of characters can that can happen very quickly. They did have uh, they had chemistry though, and so that first scene, I or the first time that they're talking, I didn't love. But then when they cut to the the table and they're talking, you got some you got some fun Frasier with pickup lines, and then fun not understanding what she's saying. I thought that all that worked really well. Yeah, I thought it was like. On some level, like Frazier is not a complete moron, so I was a little bit like, "Come on, it's it's pr- she's being very obvious that she's into you." But I do like love the the complete lack of game that he is just like, "Oh yes, uh, you want it someplace more private? I get it. I'm not offended. You can go." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just well, assume. So I don't think it's we don't know Frazier in the Upside Down, but I don't think it's lack of game. I think it's it's still that focus on Laura on uh, Charlotte. Oh, that's interesting. That's a good point. That he's not really trying to land the plane. He right. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, because I did think it was kind of odd that he seemed almost aggressively uh, uh, opaque about 
what was going on. She basically said, take me back to your place. And he's like, I don't know. I don't know what you're going to do. Have fun tonight. She's like, no, with you. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> Once he figured it out, he was he was definitely a little more like into it than I expected him to be. I thought he would fight it a little more. But once he got it, he was like, okay, I'm in. I love that he panics about the logistics, Yeah, which I don't know like what's going. Clearly, this is pre-Uber, so I don't know what the hell they do end up doing. The next scene makes it really confusing. Like He's panicked and worried about it, and then there is a snafu, which I think is great. Well, it, the other thing is that, um, I mean, we haven't seen them drink that much, but he, it is implied like they're both driving, and they are at a bar with drinks. Like... He, I mean, I think he just got there. She's hammered and doesn't give a fuck. Is what I. That's how I gather. <laughs> so back at the Duke's apartment, he is setting the mood when Niles and Daphne enter to share some late night junk food. He shoes them away as Kim arrives. Uh, did you guys think that Fraser's dance move after he turns on the music very Elaine Bennett like? Oh, I mean, little. Not good. I just thought they made it very clear that white guys could not dance in Seattle. That, that was my takeaway. Well, so you guys are white guys. Do you dance by yourselves after setting mood music? Because I do not. Because I know I can't dance. Here's how bad I am. I don't set mood music. <laughs> I, I can dance. So girls want to see that. You cannot. Yeah, I, uh, I, I actually thought this was going to be a different bit. And I'm not going to say more about it because it might be either I'm remembering something completely different or maybe it's a bit that comes later. But um it seemed it seemed weirdly familiar that Fraser was doing that weird little dance. So what? so I do want to say, and I think because I've watched a lot of shows like this, but I think Curtis, when when there's a show that only has like four or five se- uh, like scenes, sometimes you can, you get a little confused on what bit it is because they, sure. they only they, they only do a couple places. So you're like, is this the time this happens here? I feel right. Like- yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. So I think it's a spoiler, probably. So keep it to yourself. All right. Well, not a spoiler. I I think maybe the best line of the episode and certainly the best delivery is Ooh, Niall saying, Niall saying, I have my double juicy and you have yours. <laughs> he, he, he has some great lines in this episode in general, but that was, that was a classic one. Yeah. On pretty limited usage. Yeah. He's, he's pretty good. I didn't think it was, I thought his other line was better, but that's fine. Agree to disagree. Uh, I there so the them coming in the door is confusing, right? Like there's unless Fraser meets the easiest girl at the bar, there's no reason why he would be back already. And they're just like, "Oh, Fraser, you're probably home. I want you to try fast food. I'm not going to check ahead if you're if you're here." Well, in fairness, he he had told them he's probably just going to stay in tonight. Yeah. Okay. So when they were in the cafe, Niles heard, I'm not going to go out. I'm, I'm not going to go out with you to dinner. I'm going to, to stay in tonight. So Niles is like, it's late. I've been hitting all the fast food spots. I've gotten too much food. And my wife is pissed. So maybe Fraser will want some. I just think you check in. Again, I, I know cell phone tech was different, but it did exist. You just do a quick call in. Well, I think you've got to factor in two things. One, yes, this is the era before you could send a quick text. But also, this is not, a sitcom, not, and yeah. so in in this sitcom world, people are always showing up at places. They never call ahead. Calling ahead is not a thing that happens. Correct. <laughs> yeah, but you're even in sitcoms. You're you're rarely a home at, alone uh, late at night on a weekend. I assume is what's happening. Hard to tell what days of the week there are in Fraserland, but I think we that's, also don't know what time I think it's it is. the weekend. Like, 
It could be midnight. It could be 8 p.m. Like, we really have no idea. Oh, my God. What if that whole bar scene happens at, like, 2 (laughs) p.m.? That was happy hour. Yeah. That'd be amazing. I would love that. I mean, Seattle is weird. I don't know about 2004 Seattle, but I it definitely shuts down at night in Seattle. Yeah, I guess. I don't really know. I've not, I've not really been there since I was a child. I was there once. Good enough to make my determinations. Oh, it's you cool. went to, yeah. Yeah, you take over. a cool city. I've never been to Seattle. Oh, we definitely, at some point, we're going to have to do an episode live from Seattle. Oh, good. Yes, yeah. definitely. From do Fraser's they, apartment. Do they still do Fraser cons? If they, they do, we have to go. Did they ever? Yeah, they did. All right, Kim, let's get into the scene. We're, we're okay. taking too long. Kim changes into a negligee, and Fraser draws a dick on his bare chest in whipped cream. <laughs> Just in time for Pops, Ronnie, and her mom to arrive for a good old-fashioned, oh, my word. Ronnie's delight was just through the, through the roof when she saw what oh, was happening. She, yeah, Absolutely. it's funny. The way that they set up, like, her mom's approved, like, a typical sitcom would definitely be like, oh, she's got to be on edge the whole time, you know, super afraid of, of offending her mother and, and, you know, super, like, tense. But the way she plays it, where she's just like, oh, this couldn't have been better. Like, we came at the perfect time. Like, I love that about her. Yes. <laughs> she was giddy. She was very giddy about it. Also, powder room alert. Good news, guys. Another episode where the powder room gets some play. <laughs> My favorite thing has literally been every episode. Can, can I ask, uh, I think this is as good a time as any, is the powder room a word you've ever used or heard used outside of this sitcom? Uh, my grandparents. My mom says Yeah, it. my grandparents yeah. said it. My grandparents used to say it. I definitely wouldn't call it that. I've never heard anybody call it that. Yeah, my my grandparents called it that. Interesting. Yeah, I think like stodgy British people say stuff like that. Although, you know, it's usually just a half bath, right? You're not going to say use the half bath. But I just think bathroom, pretty sufficient. Yeah, if it was me, I'd be like, can I use your bathroom? Like, that's what I would say. Yeah. I don't get why Frasier doesn't just put a sock on his door so that people know not to come in. Especially if you're going to have sexy time in the living room. Yeah, it is funny because he knows that his father has a, is dating a woman who has a prude mom and that the prude mom is in town. And I know he says that he thought they were out for the night, but where were they supposed to go back to? Like, yeah, he's an old guy. He's going to come back soon. And he's and with it, an it older can't lady. be that early in the evening. So he, he must have known that, that at some point they're going to come back. Like, why isn't he doing all this jazz in like his bedroom or whatever? Yeah, I don't know. The, he's just being rude, I think. He wanted this to happen. You would think if you live with your father, you would think you would have by now worked out a system for this kind of thing. Maybe Martin pissed him off last episode and he's just trying to get him <laughs> back. <laughs> so we end the scene with the prudes leaving, but before the Duke can wet his beak, Charlotte has come for her spare keys smelling of a skunk. This arouses Frazier, who invites her to stay after uh, Kim took her hint and bounced. Guys, good news. Powder room alert. Double time for the powder room. <laughs> we got we got um we got two actresses who have names that kind of rhyme. What are they, Brad? Oh uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Laura Liddy and Jennifer Tilly. It does sound like some sort of weird fairy tale you're trying to tell. Say it three times fast. Laura Linney and Jennifer Tilly went up the hill to the blah, blah, blah. Laura Linney, Jennifer Tilly. How about if I say it backwards? Jennifer Tilly, Laura Liddy. That was harder. Yeah, it sounded worse. Yeah. Well, I like how uh, Charlotte insists, like, no, I smell terrible. You don't want me in your apartment. 
just give me my keys. By the way, can I use the powder room? Like, and then she goes immediately to sit on the couch. Like she, she just immediately goes from, I don't want to be a bother. And also uh, you do not want me in this apartment to, I'm going to, I'm going to make myself at home. Well, she, yeah, she says, I don't want to be, I don't want to bother you. Can I immediately come in? It's like, yeah, of course. <laughs> like what? Like, I just need your keys and to use your bathroom. It's like, no, you smell horrible. Stay in the hallway. <laughs> Also, why are you here? Why did you give me your house plants? What is going on? Please stink up my couch. Which she then later does. We know the baths don't get out skunk smell. I know. Famously, I... famously you're supposed to use like what? Tomato juice? Tomato juice. Yeah. Like definitely it does not work. Like I don't care how many whirlpool jets you've got in your tub. You are not <laughs> going to get that smell out in one bath. Uh, Kim was so good in the scene. Again, just her interactions. In, like She's like, oh, is that, is that the girl? Yeah, that's the girl. Right. I'll I'll just be a good person. Like she's too good for this show. Oh yeah, I I agree completely. She is she is so great in that she she wants what she wants. She's not afraid to ask for it, and she goes with the flow. She's not uppity about like Fraser being weird about things. People coming in and out of his apartment when she's trying to bang. But <laughs> as soon as she's like, oh, this is the woman you're obsessed with. I can see in your face you don't really want to fuck me. You want to fuck her. I'm going to leave you be like, she's the best. She, I want to, fr- I want to show with her and Frank. Oh yeah. Kim and Frank. I'd watch that. The way they ended Kim, like the way they had her leave the episode, I think made us love her even more. Um, and I think it, it gave us this aura about her being so awesome because she left in such a great way. And it'd be so easy for this character to be a, a mindless ditz or just like, you know, but she's yeah. so great and and she could also be really annoying like i could like like you could see them casting like fran drescher or something and it just being a little bit too much but she her voice is is so funny well let's not let's not talk too badly about fran drescher she's like an icon to me yeah we can shit on her later because kim is great we don't want to we don't want to conflate the two no true i mean having her acknowledge like oh is this the the one you were talking about like that's a great great move for this character like genuinely good storytelling and like you you do now feel for kim but not in the same way we feel for frank because she has no emotional skin in the game so we're fine good good for everyone weirdly i think that uh with frazier's chest covered in whipped cream this is actually one of the more heartwarming scenes we've seen since the finale (laughs) correct it's absolutely true i i want to point out like uh, when charlotte shows up uh, she needs her keys, right? So she needs her keys that she's given to Frazier. She reveals that she threw her... The, 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 Frazier has the spares, but she threw her keys at an animal to, like, get away or whatever. My question is, how exactly did she get from clearly trapped in the woods to Frazier's house? Like, what <laughs> what greyhound bus did she happened to find that's a good question i think i mean i assume she taxied home but as soon as kim leaves this show goes back to being fraser and just horrible things are happening charlotte immediately like kills a baby bird it's like yeah that's on brand with everything i've seen so far (laughs) (laughs) fraser fraser doesn't want her to sit on the couch does move her to martin's seat you know all, all sorts of things that we've expected out of these people so far yeah well we get our last title card Catch me a catch. Which I don't I don't know what this means in the context of the scene. Yeah. They're not great title cards. 
<laughs> no idea what it's referring to. I, I truly believe that the writers make them for themselves. Like I truly believe it. That must have been something someone said, like as a like a they meant to say something else and they're like, oh, hilarious. You're a dope, John. We're putting that as the title card this week. Or even worse, it's some like literary line that like goes with something that they said in there that we don't All understand. Right. Well, that would and be I much better. It's... That would be much better with Frazier. Hold on, hold on. I, I want to say that uh, we we absolutely don't do any real research for this show, but I did take the extra effort this time to Google it, and it is a book. It's called It's called Catch Me a Catch, Chronicles of a Modern Day Matchmaker. So that sort of makes sense. Oh. Um, She's a matchmaker, not... catch me a catch like a catcher than somebody you want to date did that does that still make sense here i don't know that it makes sense in this particular moment i'm just saying it doesn't it's not the nonsense phrase that i thought it was a moment ago and if you're if if you're listening and would like to be our free research assistant give us a holler because we can use one excuse me not free uh, we will happily pay you in college credit, presumably, as an intern. Yes, I'm allowed to give out college credits, so you can, uh, I can, I can be your intern person. Great. <laughs> Am I supposed to offer something? I'll give you some minutes for your phone if you have right. an unlimited plan. I will, I will write you a letter. Of <laughs> All right. So Charlotte, Charlotte has cleaned up, but presumably still smells terrible, as we said. Uh, the Duke tries to confess his love, but Pops, Ronnie, and the Prude Mom interrupt him again. Uh, Charlotte goes home to Frank, but Frazier has not given up hope. So I, I think this is the scene where we see Charlotte does actually like Frazier because she calls him sweet, and we know Frazier's not sweet, regardless of anything <laughs> that's happened. That is a really interesting perspective because that's not what I thought. I, I, I wrote this and like, wow, Frazier, he, she really just looks like Frazier. Like, uh, she really looks at Frazier as just a friend and nothing else. That's how I, I walked away with Yeah, similar to how Frazier was not picking up what Jennifer Tilly was telling him. And we kind of think psychologically maybe that was because subconsciously he didn't really want it to work with her. He wanted it to work with Charlotte. Whereas Charlotte is not picking up what Frazier is clearly saying to her. He's clearly about to say, like, I have feelings for you. And she doesn't want that, obviously. And so she takes it as, go back to the bad relationship you want out of. Yeah. Yeah. A quick, quick pause to understand Charlotte's job here. So us in the upside down again, we know Charlotte's a matchmaker. We know at some point next, I think next episode, she entertains matchmaking him, but she sets him up with no matches the rest of the series. And we know he was freelancing tonight with Roz, just trying to find a girl. So what the hell is Charlotte doing? I know neither of you can answer that, but it does not appear like she's a very good matchmaker. Well, I think it's sort of in, in keeping with her character in general. So far, what we've seen, she's kind of a mess beginning to end. Right. But you would expect her to s- send him on like a couple bad dates to be like some of the funny runners you might have with her. And th- they don't even pretend like she's put him on any dates. Yeah, I think so. I think what we've seen so far, we've seen this episode where she's obviously failed to find him somebody. He's going out on his own. We've seen the next episode where he's mostly just trying to date her. And then we've seen the episode where uh, she breaks it off and, and says she's moving away. So I feel like it, you're right. We haven't seen her do her job, but 
I think most of what we've seen since there wasn't that much like job to do because she was it was like a different she was focused on other things. She was focused on dating her boyfriend with Frazier around. Yeah. That's what she's really good at. Yeah. This this scene sucks. Uh we know that we're not gonna <laughs> see Frank ever again. Like this is yeah. the last time I get get any time with him, so it's a bummer. I'm holding out hope. Too bad Aaron Eckert is not in anything else ever that we can't see him. Yeah. I've never seen him as Frank in anything else. <laughs> I've never seen him in anything before 2004. So as you know, I can't watch anything after the show now. This is not a spoiler in any way because it's 11 seasons long. But obviously there's going to be other guest stars on an 11 season show. So I wonder if there's going to be any guest stars that we love as much as Frank. We'll have to keep track of them. I doubt it. I say every character that we meet, we're like, not Frank. <laughs> That is how I feel. Uh, so again, in this scene, you get you get more good Ronnie. You get more good uh, Ronnie's mom. I don't remember her name. And I don't know who we learned. Well. Uh, yeah, I thought this this was again. They they ran this back. She's like, oh my god, another woman. Just perfect. <laughs> Just love this. I, she's great. I, I will say a couple things about her mom. So I don't think we ever learned her name early on. When in a previous scene, when Martin um, says hi to her. I thought maybe Ronnie was a junior because he says, Hey, Ronnie. But then it turns out he was just trying to play like he was, you know, he, he was trying to say to the mom, I think you look nice and young. Like he was mistaking yeah. her for Ronnie. So like, we, I don't think we ever get her name, but I don't know if you caught it. We do learn that Ronnie in this case is short for Veronica. Oh, I did miss that. Uh, I, I did miss that. Her, the mom says to her, Veronica, can we please leave this house? I don't want to spend any more time here. Damn, I'm pretty <laughs> mad at myself for missing that. Usually I catch yeah. those things. Damn. That's a total Brad detail. This is the first episode I've committed to Ronnie. I'm not ready to go full Veronica. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say about them, uh, you know, the, the way that storyline wraps up, again, we set it up that her mom, you know, she doesn't want her mom to know about her, you know, sexual life. And her mom's such a prude, and she's kind of afraid of her mom seeing things. And, you know, again, she doesn't seem that beat up about the, the whole episode. But it just kind of ends. Like, she reveals, look, look, I'm having sex with this guy. I've had sex with others. Deal with it. And the mom just kind of leaves. Like, there is no real confrontation or, or falling out. The only thing I wondered is, I don't remember. I mean, I doubt they would have brought the guest actress back. But I don't remember seeing that woman at the wedding. Oh no, she she was not at the wedding, as far as we know. <laughs> That's funny. Like you said, leave. I I thought Ronnie pushed her out. It felt more like Ronnie kind of had to push her out the well, door. Yeah, well, because she was going to reveal her real age. Yeah, but like, <laughs> what's funny is like she's she's all nervous about her mom knowing, but then she's just like, "All right, get out, old hag," and just like is <laughs> fine. Like she doesn't have any like, "Oh man, I hurt my relationship with my mom." Nor does she have any like, "Oh, we're gonna fight now." Like there's no repercussions. Why was she why was she hiding this? I wasn't tracking it that hard. Is she was she hiding it that hard or did she just not attack it head on? It seemed like Martin was more worried than she was. That could be. It could be. I do think Martin wanted the mom to like him. So it could be less that Ronnie was trying to to, you know, hide her life from her mother and more that she was trying to give her future husband a, a chance to to make a good impression. Yeah, because, I mean, you don't have to tell your mom all of your exploits. That's for sure. And Hold on. Wait, whoa, back up. You you don't have to? You don't have to. Brad, this is a good note for you. You do not have to tell your mom everything. Oh, no. I... Okay. We should move on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the only nice thing about the... So, I, I, again, Ronnie was an, an all-star. I'm glad we got a nice moment where she's like, look, mom, this... I'm an older lady. It's fine. 
I'm allowed to have relationships with people. Great. Also, bonus, Frazier accidentally did right by Frank. So all in all, I guess this I hated this scene because we don't see Frank again, but accidental character win and real character win. Boom. Yeah. Martin's the only one who doesn't win in this scene because he's, I guess, encouraging Frazier for, uh, he's supporting Frazier with this horrible relationship. And like, I don't know why in either the Upside Down or watching the show straightforward, why I would be rooting for Frazier to get with Charlotte. Frank's clearly better. Like he's clearly a better guy in this episode and definitely in the next episode. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what we get of uh, Frazier and Charlotte uh, ahead of us and see if there is a, a spark that explains his infatuation or explains why they would be good together. But yeah, we, we've seen a lot of evidence leading up to the show's wrapping up where they're supposed to be matched together that implies, or uh, frankly, just the evidence shows, they're n- not headed for a good relationship. Yeah, definitely. And then Martin's like, yes. Yeah. He gives him that nod, right? Like, you should go for this, Fraser. Like, no, you shouldn't go for this, Fraser. Let Frank and Charlotte live their lives. Actually. In fairness, I think I think the dad is being very um, supportive. He's he's not really pushing him in any direction. He's just like, whatever you want to do, son. I'm gonna give you the thumbs up and no. give him give him the give him the benefit of the doubt. He never met Frank, so it could have been different if he met Frank. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> oh, he would have. I think he. Do you think he would have liked Frank? I think he would have liked Frank. I think he would have liked Frank. I I think so. But he's never met him, so he's only seeing Fraser's perspective. That's I. Interesting. I don't know. I don't think he would have liked Frank because he's just Team Frazier, regardless of how big of a monster he's being, but I don't know. All right. Well, uh, I think we should uh, talk about the tag ending of this. So the Duke plays us out with Niles eating some curly fries, offering Frazier exactly one and then refusing to let him have any more. Yeah, which is cruel because as we know, curly fry is the best fry. Yeah, good way to end that. Good way to end that, what, C storyline. It, yeah. it was a fun little thing. Yeah, C is generous. So, so Ryan, um, was Daddy in this episode? No, you have to do it like the segment. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I wasn't prepared to do this. Let's do the segment, Daddy I guess. Daddy do or Daddy don't. You have it's to do Daddy, do or da- Daddy do or Daddy don't. Was he in this episode? I have great news. I saw the dog. I know what happened. I know what he looks like now. I've definitely never seen that dog before. All right. I, I, I feel like you've ruined this because my plan was... <laughs> To t- say what happens at the end, you, I, you were supposed to bring up Daddy. You were going to be like, oh, we see, because I, I knew you would notice him. I knew you would see the dog. And I wanted you to be like, oh, I see Daddy. And then I was like, there's no Daddy. I told you. He just doesn't give him the curly fry. And that's the end. Uh, there's no, we were going to gaslight you into thinking there was no Daddy. So, uh, but you ruined it by not, not, not volunteering that you saw him and uh, ruined my plan. I just texted me yesterday with this plan. It was thought out. You can't. You it was a real plan. You can't introduce a, a, a game from last week and then expect me not to play it. Well, the thing is, no, no, no. I, I, I only introduced the, the game because it seemed like you were done talking. And I was like, oh, no. I, I, I said, like, I described the scene and it purposely did not mention Eddie. And I just kind of assumed you were going to be excited to share. Like, I saw Eddie. Like, Eddie was in this. I was excited. I was so excited. Was, you should have said it. Ah, suck it. Yeah. I, I now know what he looks like. I'm 100% sure I've never seen him before this episode. 100%. Okay, that, well, that's why. Tweet us and text us screenshots or whatever to Curtis's email. What is our email, Curtis? We do have an email. You can, if you want. Well, I'll say it again at the end, but uh, we have an email. It's reversepsychpod at gmail.com. So feel free to email us there. What is it? Reversepsychpod at gmail.com. All right, anyway, tweet him or whatever. 
Jabber. Pictures of dog. Because I don't think we've had one. Presumably by the time we set this up, we'll have a Twitter. <laughs> I was so excited, though. I was genuinely excited to see him. All right. Well, uh, Brad, was this a good episode? Yeah, actually, I really like this episode. I thought it was it, it flowed very well. I'm going to give it a B plus. Okay. How about you, Curtis? What did you think of the episode? <laughs> I loved this episode. I thought it was very funny. I, I think it mostly rests on Jennifer Tilly's shoulders. Like she strikes that perfect balance of, of ditzy, but sympathetic. And she, just that voice. I just thought it was so funny and charming. I, I thought this was the, of the ones we've rewatched uh, or watched, I would say this is the best episode so far. Okay. Ryan, what did you think of it? Yeah, I am with you for the most part. I think, Easily the best episode. I think Ronnie was the all-star though. I give her the the MVP. Jennifer Tilly mm. was great. I don't wanna I don't wanna knock Kim. She was an excellent character, but I thought Ronnie shined. She shined multiple times. I liked most of the through lines, pretty much everything they did. I'm with yeah, you. Actually, have- I agree. Ronnie was was tremendous and uh, a great uh, a great episode for her. Finally, have an episode that all th- all three of us like. Well, so this was the best use of Martin so far, which is saying virtually nothing. But at least they used him. This was a pretty good use of Niles. I think probably my second favorite Niles episode. Best Frasier episode. Best Ronnie episode. Easily. Uh, we had very little Daphne, which so far has been a, a good thing. But we'll see if that changes. Uh, and very little Roz, because I don't think she has a real role on this show. <laughs> so all in all, I give it a n- nine and a half out of ten. Very exciting. Nice. Very good. That's a that's a great score. Easily, yeah. easily the best episode we've got so far. And I liked last episode a lot too. Agreed. Definitely. This was this was the best so far. So still got a long way to go. Well done, Frasier TV show. <laughs> Keep it up, guys. Well, uh, we're going to end with a little bit uh, called Fast Food Frasier. We all know that in this episode, Niles has fallen head over heels for greasy burgers and chimichangas, but Frasier remains unconvinced. So I want to know from you two, what fast food restaurant or item do you think would win him over? Is it important to point out that you misspelled heels in your title card? Um, not important. <laughs> you, you, you spelled it like someone's getting healed with fast food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to get all of my typos blasted on air. Great. <laughs> Justin is particularly funny. <laughs> How can English. we feel Frasier with greasy burgers and chimichangas? I, maybe that's what I thought it meant. Maybe that's my understanding. <laughs> you head over heels. No, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so, so I can, I can uh, answer this question, or we can just make fun of Curtis. But, um, Both plays. Yeah, I thought about this for a long time. I don't love my answer because I don't really think there's a correct answer because I think the answer is really zero. You thought about this for a long time but don't love your answer? uh, Why did you spend so much time on this? Well, because, you know, I'm Brad. Um, But the the answer I'm going to go with is a Wendy's Frosty. Wow. What? Are we just picking one item? I think I think you can pick an item, or you could pick an entire restaurant. I think if you think, think there's like fair. a place he would like, but if there's like an item at a place, that could also work. Yeah, the reason the reason why I went with the frosty is because I wanted to go with something that wasn't like so typical fast food. Because I don't think you're ever going to be able to win him over, my personal opinion, with like a true fast food. I don't know. I feel like a frosty is a weird choice. Like you're, you you went with uh, fake ice cream in a in a bright yellow cup. I'm not sure that's going to appeal to any of his sensibilities. Yeah, not that I good. Can, I don't I don't agree with that call either. 
Okay, well, I would love to hear what you what you guys have to say. I so this is this is tough. I don't think there's a great answer. We know he liked curly fries, so you kind of want to think Arby's is the right way to go. Uh, I'm going to go out of left field. We know that they've accepted what do they call it? Peasant food of Italy and France. I don't know what that means. I don't know what smart people do with food. I know that they're scared of spice, though. The smarter you get, the scareder you are of uh, of like something burning your tongue or whatever. I don't know. I'm still, still, despite that, going to send him to Taco Bell. Whoa. Send, him, send it to him for breakfast. Jesus this, Christ. I don't know if this existed in 2004. It did not. Wait, did, when did they start doing breakfast? Like, like five, five years, years ago. ago. <laughs> That's not right. It's like at brand it. new. Yes. get our uh, who's our producer um craig can you look that up for us it's definitely it was definitely out no um, but it does change 2014 so a little bit older yeah. than i would have guessed um closer to 10 years but definitely not 2004 you're a can decade I early still use you it? can still use it you can still use it but i don't know why you would because it's a terrible answer what have you have you ever had the california crunch wrap it's so good hey. I've never had McDonald's breakfast, and I don't plan on it. Talk about McDonald's. Talk about McDonald's. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm sure the burger, burger, burger was also delicious. Like it's not a matter of whether it tastes good. Burger, burger, burger. It doesn't matter if it tastes good. What matters is will he be willing to to not only eat it but like admit after eating it that it's good. So I I I complete. I think you're going way too low. There, there's both guacamole and a hash brown in the crunch wrap. You understand that, right? All right. I'm going to tell you my answer. And I think you're both Please. going to agree that this is a much more in the lane of what Fraser would say yes to uh, Panera bread. That's not fast food. That's not fast, food, fast yeah. food. That's not fast, not food. fast food. It takes like it's 40 minutes casual. to get Panera. Yeah. What are you talking about? It, it, it's fast casual. I don't, it doesn't count as fast food. I don't even think it's fast casual. It's slow. If you're there, you're there yeah. in store for like an hour waiting for your Panera. Yeah. No, that's a that's a BS answer. It's a BS answer. I I agree that it matches his taste palette. Yeah, but, but it does not. No. Yeah, no. Vito, try again. We all agree it counts. Ryan, why don't you tell us what to expect next week when we <laughs> cover the previous episode? It's season eleven, episode eighteen, match game. Uh, okay. Well, I'm just going to talk about a different episode if we're not going to follow prompts. <laughs> uh, prediction for match game. Surely this must be a, the time that Fraser meets Charlotte. This must be a plan hatched by Roz to give her something to do. Fraser isn't resistant, but then agrees because, oh, what the heck? Do we meet Ronnie? I don't think so. Ronnie and Martin continue their relationship. Ronnie razzes Niles, who's flummoxed to find out she's never partaken in a scone. Daphne is around. Well, that will do it for us. Thanks to Kevin McLeod for our theme music, and thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. For myself, Ryan, and Brad, Curtis has entered the domicile. What? That doesn't fit how we end this. Can we go back to that whole thing, re-edit it, and Curtis, you just say, Brad, you're such a good listener, you're right, and then we don't have to say all the rest of that stuff. Thank you.